This is the Colorado Prepscast. Colorado Prep. Western Slope Edition. Presented by Alpine Bank and hosted by Matt Kennedy. Welcome to the Colorado Prepscast Western Slope Edition. Presented by Alpine Bank. I am Matt Kennedy giving you the weekly rundown of everything high school sports on the Western Slope side of Colorado. Got a great show lined up for you today. Going to dive into some men's soccer, football, and women's volleyball previewing the games coming up this weekend and slightly recapping the games that took place within the last couple of days. Starting off with men's soccer, let's dive into the Western Slope League rankings. At the top is Battle Mountain over in Vail. They remain at the top tier of the Western Slope League with an undefeated record of 8-0, 5-0 within league play. Glenwood Springs is second. They are more on the Western Slope side, so we will talk about them. The Demons defeated. Steamboat Springs last night on Tuesday to improve to 7-0-2 in the year. The Demons put up eight goals against the Sailors, led by Angel Bernard, who had the only hat-trick, his six points tied for a game high with Reed Swanson, who had a goal and four assists. At halftime, the game was only 2-0, but the Demons decided to pick up the pace and add on an additional six in the second half. Bernard leads the team with eight goals in the nine games he has played this year. Herman Alvarado is second with six goals. Rifle, the Bears are also in the Western Slope League. They are right below Glenwood sitting at number three with an overall four and three record and three and two with in-league play. They beat Aspen on Tuesday night, four to one. The Bears put up three goals in the first half. They will play again this Thursday when they take on Roaring Fork. The Rams of Roaring Fork are five, one and one and are feeling pretty decent, especially after their seven to two win against Aspen last week. And then looking at the rest of the Western Slope League, Summit, Eagle Valley, Steamboat Springs, and Palisade rounded out. Summit sits at a 3-4 and four record. Eagle Valley 4-4, four and four, Steamboat Springs 1-7, and seven, and then Palisade down at the bottom with a 2-5 and five record, except they have not won a league game yet. They're 0-5 oh playing the local teams. Palisade is not really having the best of luck this year. They lost their last game against Rifle 4-1 and then tried to get a decent win against Eagle Valley but lost in overtime 2-1. Two their last victory was was back on September 12th against Moffat County, in which they won 8-2. And now jumping into football, there will be a lot of key games going into this weekend, so I apologize if this edition is football-heavy, but I definitely want to talk about these games coming up. And starting at the top, and I mean the top dog in the Western Slope, is Montrose. They are the best team on this side of the Rocky Mountains. The Indians remain perfect, 4-0 on the year and are currently ranked fourth in the state of Colorado at the class of 4A, third in terms of RPI standings. They recently defeated, and I mean demolished, Palisade High School last Thursday for the Bulldogs' homecoming game. The Indians' defense held Palisade to only 80 yards and three first downs. In the second half, the Bulldogs gained only one positive yard on offense. Caden Sparks, Gabe Harrison, Julio Rodriguez and Franklin Barks all combined for 30 carries, but only accumulated 80 rushing yards with 2.7 yards per carry. Montrose was more effective on offense. Emmerich Candice Dyke led the team with 96 yards and two touchdowns off of only nine carries and added 31 yards receiving. This game was not so close from the very beginning. Palisade is still missing their quarterback, Cam Tucker, so Gabe Harrison got the start. And it really, really just didn't matter to Montrose whatsoever. They will look to keep their undefeated ball rolling when they took on Fruta Monument as they look to clear house in the city of Grand Junction. Get this. So far this year, the Indians are a perfect 3-0 
against teams from the GJ area, including Palisade. In the games against Central, Grand Junction High School, and Palisade High School, the Indians won by a combined score of 100-23. to Looking at Fruta, though, can the Wildcats dethrone the Indians for the king of the Western Slope? Fruta crushed Grand Junction High School last week in the 31 to nothing matchup to get back to an even 500. They currently are 2-2 two and two on the year. The Wildcats look the best that they have all season in this game against the Tigers. Dunham Luster, the senior running back, had 182 all-purpose yards. On the ground, he ran the ball 25 times for 135 yards and the lone touchdown. So far this year, Luster has put up 468 yards on the ground, three TDs, and three 100-yard-plus games. Quarterback Cade Bessert had zero yards on the ground despite seven carries in the game against GJ, which is kind of surprising considering that he is versatile on the ground and through the air. So it would be necessary to see his production go up against the Indians if they want to stand a chance this weekend. That game will be at Stoker, so you have to look out for it. It will be a fantastic game to watch. My prediction, Montrose, probably by a lot. Fruta, good team. Good team. Cameron Ross, the head coach, in his second year trying to dethrone the Indians this weekend. Grand Junction High School will also be in action this weekend. They will look to rebound for the second time this year when they take on Golden this week on the front range. The Tigers are undefeated on the road, but one of those games was against Central High School, so it was technically still at their home stadium at Stoker. Player to watch in this game is Grand Junction's running back Connor Leverage. He's only one carry away from hitting an even 100 on the year. So far, he has racked up 690 yards and four touchdowns on the ground, but he got completely shut out against Fruta in terms of scoring. He did have his fourth 100-yard-plus game with 113-yard performance, but he was kept out of the end zone. He is the centerpiece of that Tiger offense and needs to be in the end zone more often if they want to actually win football games. Golden, so far this year, is 3-1 and one and is coming off of a great win against Denver South this last week. Their quarterback, Joey Mansusco, has thrown just shy of 500 yards on the year, along with five touchdowns and only two interceptions. He also has 205 yards and two scores on the ground. A good test for Grand Junction. It will be their second front-range road trip in the span of three weeks. Palisade dropping down to 3A. They dropped down to number 13 in the Chassa football rankings at the class of 3A after their shutout loss to Montrose last Thursday. This week, the Bulldogs will be traveling to Evergreen to take on the Cougars. The Bulldogs are undefeated on the road, but Gabe Harrison got the start this last week because Kemp Tucker is still dealing with an injury. Harrison in the Bulldogs' offense was shut out entirely thanks to that Montrose defense. This team needs to be better on the ground because that is what they are centered upon. They're a running team. They have four players with at least 200 yards on the ground, but that is led by Cameron Tucker, so it is almost essential to get him back in order to have the offense to start to click again. Harrison has tried to fill in that gap that Tucker has left, but he has only has 173 yards on the ground. Tucker has played in half the amount of games with two and has almost twice the amount. Looking at Evergreen, they're one and three on the year, but they did get their first win last week in a in a 49-6 to throttling of Eagle Valley. Evergreen's run defense has not been the best going into this matchup against Palisade. The Cougars gave up 436 yards against Lewis Palmer High School a couple of weeks ago. The Rangers averaged 8.4 yards per game in that game. So look for Palisade to really do what they do best, and that is, of course, running the ball. Cam Tucker, not sure on his injury update. He's still out with that ankle slash foot injury. We'll hopefully see him this weekend. 
Your time is precious, and your local Alpine Bank wants you to have more time for the things you enjoy. Things like spending time with family and supporting local high school sports. With access to more than 43,000 surcharge-free ATMs nationwide, you can spend less time searching for an ATM and more time focusing on the big game. Find out more at alpinebank.com. Member FDIC. Jumping down to 2A, the Western Slope owns the class of 2A. Rifle is still the best team in the class after winning their fourth game of the year to improve the 4-0. They rattled Glenwood Springs 34-7, which the Bears dominated on the ground yet again. They put up 358 yards rushing, led by Levi Warfell, who led the team with 23 carries and 166 yards. This brings his total rushing yards to 642 on the year. He's averaging 160.5 yards per game. Absolutely killing it is Warfield Rifle will take on Cole Ridge this Friday. The Titans are 1-3 and three and lost their most recent game against Paonia 14-7 last week. They lost their game before that against Hoshkiss 6-7. So the last two games have been decided by one point each. So it could go without saying that the Titans are not exactly a 1-3 and three team. Their record books makes them to be out for a less talented team than they probably are. However, they did lose against Meeker in Week 2, 40-8. So it would be safe to say that Rifle will be taking this game if you are trying to bet on it. Also, number 2, Delta is still, still trailing Rifle in the rankings. The Panthers will play Aspen High School this weekend. This should be the biggest test Delta has faced all year. Bennett wasn't much of a test for that team as they were steamrolled by the Panthers 40 to nothing last week. Nolan Bynum continues to impress as a junior quarterback through for 190 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions on the year total. He has thrown 626 yards, 12 touchdowns, and of course, zero interceptions. He is perfect in that category. But next week, next week, Delta and Rifle will play each other in what should be the preview for the state championship game at the class of 2A. Also, within the same exact same conference, Basalt is the only other undefeated team in the Western Slope. RPI-wise, the Lockhorns are third, which is actually higher than the Bears of Rifle and the Panthers of Delta. I get it within the rankings, not in RPI. Basalt is behind, but in terms of RPI, strength of schedule, etc., etc., Lockhorns are third. That's how the playoffs play out. Lockhorns will play Moffat County this week. After soundly defeating Paonia 20-0 back on September 27th, again, a very good win by the Lockhorns. A shutout looks very well in terms of their standings. Moffat County so far this year is undefeated as well and is fourth, so they're right behind Basalt. This will be the biggest game of the week in 2A. Jackson Rappaport, the wide receiver for Basalt, will be the X factor of the game. He has all five receiving touchdowns and has more than half of the team receiving yards with 294. Jumping down to 1A, looking at the Meeker Cowboys going into this week. They had a bye, but they did drop down to 7th in the Chaser rankings after losing to Lyman, who was the number one ranked team at the time. They have since dropped. But that was back in week four. So Meeker had their bye this last week. They will currently face off against Grand Valley on Friday. Ryan Phelan, the quarterback, is still, in my opinion, the best QB down in 1A. He has 1,055 yards passing along with his eight touchdowns. The Cardinals of Grand Valley are 1-3 this year and lost the most recent game to Aspen and where they got demolished 44 to nothing. So once again, if you're betting, it would be safe to say that Meeker should take this one. They are currently favored in that matchup. That wraps up football. 
jumping into volleyball, but staying with Meeker. The Cowgirls are arguably one of the best teams on the Western Slope at the 2A level. The Cowgirls are 9-2 and two on the year. Seven of their nine wins have been sweeps, and they currently have a team-hitting percentage of 189. They will travel to Grand Junction to take on Caprock Academy this Friday. But as we look at the rankings for the Western Slope League, it is not Meeker at the top because they are, of course, in a different league. The best team arguably on the Western Slope in its entirety is Cedar Ridge. The Bruins are 9-0 this year, undefeated 3-0 within league play. They have yet to lose an entire set this season. I'll say that again. They have not lost one set this year. They have won all their games via sweeps and continue to thrash on anybody who comes across them. They swept Delta back on September 24th and then Moffat County back on September 27th. I'm not sure if Gunnison, who they play this week, will be the biggest test for the Bruins. The Cowboys are 6-4. and four. That game will be this Friday in Cedar Ridge. Coleridge, though, another really good team on the Western Slope. They're the second team in the rankings with a 9-2 record. The Titans have swept their opponents in three of their last four wins. They have not lost since September 7th. They will have the week off, but will come back and play against Aspen at home on October 8th. And then looking at the rest of the rankings, Delta is third with an 8-4 record. Gunnison is fourth with a 6-4. Basalt is starting to climb 5-6. And, and then rounding it out, Grand Valley, Moffat County, Olathe, Roaring Fork, and Aspen down at the bottom with a 1-3 and three record. But as of this week, that is all I got for you. Come back next week. Same time, same place. I can't wait to talk about that rifle versus Delta game. I'll probably go to it, actually. That game should be very exciting next week. Preview of a championship football game in the class of 2A. I've been Matt Kennedy. This has been the Carter Preps Guest Western Sub Edition presented by Alpine Bank. We'll see you next time.